for the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kate Scott. This is the update. On today's show. We may not have baseball yet this year, but that doesn't mean we can't talk baseball, right? With one of our favorites, Giants beat writer Andy Bagley. As Bags joins us to discuss how a lengthy survey of Giants fans came together, what fan answers surprised him, and the one word he'd use to summarize how fans are feeling at the start of the Gabe Kapler era. It's Wednesday, May 13th. Well, Andy, just knowing that I was getting to talk to you today made me smile. So how is life uh, for you without baseball? Um, It's kind of, you know, it's every day ends in day. It could be a Wednesday. <laughs> it could be a Friday. could be a mm-hmm. Sunday. What's funny is during the baseball season, you know, I lose track of what day it is, too. The schedule becomes that schedule that you keep in your pocket with those little orange and white boxes. I mean, that's just what I follow, you know, seven at home, six on the road, nine at home, three on the road, (laughs) you're always just sort of navigating that schedule. And it's just sort of like that got whisked away. And Mm. uh, and every day is kind of the same. So um, I can't even think of, you know, getting on an airplane or checking into a hotel. It it seems like another lifetime ago. But you know, I think we're all doing the best best we can. And obviously, we're very, very grateful to still be able to find some things to write about and give some people some some outlets to think about some happy stuff. Yeah, no doubt about that. Can you even remember the last time that you weren't crisscrossing the country at this point in the year? Wow. I mean, my first was year on college? A, my first year <laughs> on a full-time traveling baseball beat was 2000 with the Angels. And yeah, I would say that I've probably covered an average of 120 games and pretty much full-time on the road every year since then. So, it probably would be like 1999 would be the last year that uh I've spent this much time at home in one place. (laughs) So it's been a while. Well, other than selfishly just wanting to talk to you, a piece that you wrote recently caught my eye and gave us an actual reason to reach out. The in-depth fan survey, the details which we'll get into momentarily. But first, Andy, how did you come up with this great idea? Because I love it. Well, I have to give credit to Tim Kawakami and, and also to Jimmy Durkin. They saw that this was something that really got a lot of engagement, especially among Sharks fans when Kevin Kurz did it among Sharks fans. And, and, mm. and it was a good time to do it with the Giants, I think, just to take the pulse of, hey, what does you know our readership, which we know is is not necessarily a massive cross section of Giants fans, but fairly representative. You know, what do they think? How, how much confidence do they have in the direction the franchise was taking? What 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 are they looking for? When did they start becoming a fan? You know, what are their expectations? Because we know that the franchise has become you know altered quite a bit through the success that they had the last decade, and and obviously playing in uh, you know one of the most beautiful ballparks in the major leagues and. Uh, so yeah, we were just kind of interested in it. You know what? If the players aren't producing box scores and data for us to analyze, maybe we can uh, create a little of our own. And you know, about fourteen hundred people responded to our poll, and, and there are twenty five questions. And then uh, Jimmy Durkin did a fantastic job putting it all together. And all I had to do was give a few paragraphs of a reaction to each one. And some of the responses I think were very predictable, and some were a little surprising. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering how it came together then, because I know from friends who create surveys for their jobs, where questions fall in a survey can sometimes impact the answer. So Jimmy was the one who organized it? 
Well, Tim was the one who really came up with the first draft, and it was pretty comprehensive, and then we would sort of give our feedback here. And we were surprised in in some cases. Like, for example, who do you consider your favorite Giants player? And we had Buster Posey and Tim Lincecum and and Barry Bonds and a few other choices, and we did not have Will Clark in as a choice. And obviously that was probably an oversight because Will Clark got 10% of the uh, responses, and they were all as a write-in candidate. So, you know, you wonder if he would have gotten more responses if he had been one of the choices, but it just sort of underscores to Giants fans of a certain age, especially that nostalgia and and those players that we were fans of at certain impressionable ages do maintain some of the strongest ties that we have to being a baseball fan. I know I feel that way, you know, about the the players I rooted for in the 1980s who were, you know, Chicago Cubs. uh, That was my team when I was a kid. So yeah, I think that was really instructive and and interesting and, and, and great to know too, because we had Dan Brown coming out with his fantastic oral history of sort of the Will Clark years, which came out just a couple days later. So that was terrific. Yeah, and that's a great tease because we're looking forward to having Dan on because he's shared a bunch of that great sound with us because Will Clark is my favorite giant and our producer Brian, his favorite giant as well. So great tease there, Andy. What questions did you absolutely know that you wanted to ask? Because I'm sure you had to cut some out. Well, I think we wanted to know, you know, just what do fans think about the current direction of the franchise? What are your expectations for the Giants? Are you someone who, hey, they need to turn this around now, I've exhausted my patience, or are you a fan who recognizes that, you know, they are in the start of a rebuilding process? Because we've been told by upper, upper management and ownership for years, the marching orders to Bobby Evans to Brian Sabian was, you know, this is not a fan base. This is not a marketplace that can tolerate a multi-year rebuilding effort. These are people who want to see a winner and they want to, to believe that the team can win every single year. And they've made some moves that in retrospect were, you know, pretty damaging long term to try to keep the top spinning, whether it was you know, trading away players to rent uh, Andrew McCutcheon for what turned out to be about five months or taking on a number of years of Evan Longoria's contract or spending a quarter of a billion dollars in one off season to sign, you know, Johnny Cueto and Jeff Samarja, who, you know, they've done some good things, but I'm sure that if the Giants could go back and do it again, they could find another way to allocate uh, all that money. And, And they probably could have taken care of Madison Bumgarner a lot earlier and he'd still be a giant maybe if they hadn't made the decisions they made. So we really were kind of interested, you know, what are fans, what is their level of patience and and what do they think about the people who are running the franchise now and how much patience they'll have to let them execute kind of a vision. And we found out that at least from the fans who responded to our survey, there's a lot of confidence in management and there is a certain understanding that, you know, this is a a process that they have to go through and it's not going to be signing one superstar or waving a magic wand that's going to really fix it. It's going to take some time. And obviously now it's going to be tough to develop minor league players with no games and, and no action on the field. But, you know, whenever they're able to resume that, I think that there is a level of confidence that the Giants are moving in the right direction. Did that surprise you that fans answered in that way? Not really, just given that I know there's going to be a big selection bias with, you know, our readers versus other segments of the fan base that may not subscribe to us or may consume other forms of media. So that didn't surprise me so much, but a few of the answers did. Like, there was a much greater understanding for Bumgarner leaving. Uh, yes, than, I was surprised by that, yeah, too. Yeah, I thought that there would be a much higher 
uh, I think one of the answers was, I just don't understand why this couldn't have worked out between the two parties. I thought that would be the number one answer, and it wasn't. There was an understanding about why things happened the way it did, and that did surprise me a little bit. Yeah, I was uh, actually really surprised by that one. The question was, fans, describe your feelings about Bumgarner leaving to sign with the Diamondbacks. And I had hoped, Andy, that most folks would feel as I do, which is, you know, happy for Bum and also kind of understanding of why Farhan played it the way he did. And as you said, that was surprisingly what most people answered. Yes, 36.3% said, I understand why Giants management treated the situation the way it did. 31.9% said, I'm glad Bumgarner got to go where he wanted. And only 16.6% said, I don't understand why this couldn't have worked out with him and the Giants. 10% said, I'm upset at Giants management for letting it happen. And then other was 4.2%. And I'd imagine a lot of the others would be people who would, you know, probably if we had put a choice of all the above, that might have gotten the most votes because I kind of feel a little bit of all of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And I was actually surprised by the answers to one of your final questions as well. How strongly do you believe the Giants can win a World Series in the next five years? Fans seem to be a bit more hopeful than me, Andy. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, you know, we talked about this on the podcast, Grant Brisby and I, and we totally went at it from different directions. I'm like, well, I'm not going to give this a very high number at all because, you know, I mean, you could be the Dodgers and have the most talented team in the National League league and win your division six years in a row and and still be waiting on your first World Series. And then Grant said, well, you know, it doesn't say will they win a World Series. It says can they win a World Series. <laughs> and for him, it's a 10. He's like, even the Baltimore Orioles, even the team that's tanking right now, of course they can oh, win a Grant. World Series in five years. And I said, you know what, Grant, you win reading comprehension for today. I totally agree. That's, <laughs> that's the way to, to look at this question. But when you look at the results, they were all bunched toward the middle. So I think that there is this sort of notion that, yeah, you know what, they can win a World Series in five years. Uh, they've got the right people in place to make the right decisions to move them in that direction. And obviously, you know, they've done it before in, in years where you didn't expect it. Yeah, I, I think that overall, the, the, the answer to the last question is, in one word, how do you describe what it's like to be a Giants fan right now? Happy, hopeful, content, angry, resigned, all those things that we're kind of feeling on a macro level right now. Mm -hmm. And 50.5% chose hopeful. And I think that's uh, that's probably a good way to summarize it. Mm, yeah, I agree. Before we let you go, Buster Posey, who was voted the fan favorite of the players on the current roster in the survey, told you something that you called eye-opening in the piece. Could you share that with us and why you considered it eye-opening? Yeah, yeah. So this piece ran actually, I think, around March you know, 14th or so, right as... COVID-19 was being declared a pandemic and spring training was being shuttered and players were going off in their separate directions and, and all the baseball season was being put on hold along with everything else. So it didn't really get a lot of notice given all the context going on. But he he told me in a, in a fairly, fairly wide-ranging interview that he really has no interest in, in wearing another uniform. His strong preference is to be a giant for life. You know, we know that his contract is up after 2021, and there's an option for 2022 that the Giants you know probably won't pick up, at least you, if you forecast his numbers forward, given that it's for over $20 million. But he really seems like you know, he's someone who wants to leave this organization in the best possible place. He cares deeply about the success of this organization, making sure that it's got the right caretakers and stewards, and making that's why he had, did did so much in in the spring to be an example, to be on board with a new, very very different coaching staff and manager uh, and Gabe Kapler, uh, and and providing that that uh, 
leadership so that everyone else would get on board too and, and just give all this new stuff a shot. And he said he wants to be a giant for life. So you know, even if it means that he maybe needs to put up some more counting stats to maybe pad his chances of being in the Hall of Fame, he's not somebody who would look forward to, hey, I'm going to go play in Atlanta uh, in my home state for a couple years, or I've always wanted to wear Yankee pinstripes or something. Mm-hmm. He saw what it meant to Matt Cain when Matt Cain retired as a giant. And I think that really resonated with him. And if he could, he could uh, sort of write his own future, Uh, he would want to be a giant for life. And I think that's a pretty strong statement. Yeah. And let's end on that great statement because I know we all need something to look forward to. So Buster Posey, a giant for life. I think that's a great way to end things. Andy, love the survey. Keep up the great work in the midst of this pandemic when there's no baseball. Thanks for coming on today. Oh, thank you, Kate. Appreciate it. If you haven't seen Andy's survey article yet or listen to the Bags and Brisby podcast break down that survey, Well, you're in luck because we've linked to both the survey article and their podcast in the description notes of our podcast here today. So check them out. Don't forget, you can now listen to us through any of your Google devices. Just tell your assistant, play the update with Kate Scott podcast. And if you aren't a subscriber to the written arm of The Athletic yet, I've been trying to tell you now is the time because we've got great news. A free 90-day trial subscription offer is still going. That's right, three months absolutely free before you've got to put any money down. So if you've been thinking about it, but you're more the test drive before you buy type of person, hey, visit theathletic.com slash the update. That's theathletic.com slash the update. Sign up for the free 90 days and enjoy the incredible sports journalism that we've got to offer. As always, if you're enjoying our podcast, we'd love for you to rate us, review, and subscribe. For all of us here at The Update, thanks to Bags for stopping by. Always great to hear from him. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Kate Scott. Have a healthy and safe few days, everybody. Looking forward to talking to you again on Friday.